the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yeah, sure hope we are. Welcome, moms. We've got a new producer in the house, so welcome to our producer. Cool name that he has. Geronimo is his nickname, so welcome to him. Hey, I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing, very important value as a mother in this world. Hey, what if somebody told you that they had a no-fail way to launch your children into the world, into their future, to give your kids the best start possible? Well, our author today has a little twist on this idea that I think will really, really help you. She's a New York Times bestselling author. Her name is Crystal Payne, also known as the money-saving mom. But today she's here to talk about her brand new book, Love-Centered Parenting, The No-Fail Guide to Launching Your Kids. I've been reading through this book and I really think, and I'm not exaggerating here, that she's got some life-changing tips for you and your parenting and your motherhood today. So stick around. That's all coming up. On Channel Mom in just one minute. young adult in your home that needs a summertime job? Well, I've got something for you. Working at Camp Idrahaji could be the exciting opportunity your young person needs. They can earn competitive wages while growing in their faith and impact the kingdom of God by pointing campers to Christ. This year, we need your help finding qualified summer staff. Due to COVID restrictions, our ability to recruit on college campuses is limited. So please help us spread the word to find our amazing summer staff. Go to idrahaji.org to apply. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back. I am Jenny, and I'm a mom too, you know. And today, (laughs) my daughter's 18, and I felt like she was four because I was running around the house getting her snacks, getting her sunscreen that she forgot for her track meet, getting a second change of clothing, all kinds of stuff because I'm going to her track meet after this show. And I thought, hmm, motherhood never stops, does it? I mean, I'm grateful, honestly. I'm grateful that I can still take care of her before she goes off to college. But I thought, yeah, a lot of moms all over the nation are running around like I am right now. And I'm sure you get that. All right, a little mom market shout out, a big welcome to all the folks who listen to us in Oklahoma, 
Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, also in Kansas, Colorado Springs, Idaho, Missouri now, they're brand new, and uh, Denver, of course, so grateful for our loyal audience and listeners in Denver. I do want to mention, we had a Mother's Day giveaway last week, and it's going to go to our longtime listener, Val. We're going to be con- connecting with her and giving her that beautiful gift, so that's kind of cool. Um, she, I'm sure she deserves it as a hardworking mom. I do want to remind you for our mom business shout out, I'm doing this for free. I'm giving shout outs to moms who are in business who need a little publicity. Um, I just have a heart for moms in that position right now. Just email us three sentences about why we should feature your business on Channel Mom. Email us at channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail.com. Three sentences about why we should feature your particular business. All right. Do you worry about your children's future? You might be lying if you say no to that, because I think just about every mom worries about their child's future. Do you want to launch them well into their future? Well, we've got New York Times best-selling author, also known as the money-saving mom, Crystal Payne, in the house today. She's going to share her secrets for launching your kids with a no-fail approach, which sounds crazy. Like, how could it be no-fail? But she explains this very well. We're going to get tips from her new book, Love-Centered Parenting, The No-Fail Guide to Launching Your Kids, and... We're going to give a few copies of the book away today for free. So get ready to call the number. I'll give it right now if you want to call right now, 303-873-1935. Our weekend listeners who listen to us later on in the weekend, uh, you can email us, channelmom at gmail.com, channelmom at gmail.com to win her wonderful book, Love-Centered Parenting. All right. Crystal is also the mom of uh, four biological kiddos and also amazingly serves as a foster mom. Welcome to Channel Mom, Crystal. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for oh, having me. Thank you. I hope you, hopefully you're not just saying that. <laughs> that no, you're... I'm not. Okay. I'm excited to be here. Okay, good. All right. So I like to begin our interviews with a soundtrack that kind of matches up with the topic of the interview. So today we're stepping a little out of the box. It's a song from the Beatles to go with Crystal's interview. Okay, so first of all, I have to tell everybody, we did not, my husband and I did not have a very churchy wedding. So that was the song we played as we walked back down the aisle, that particular song. So I'm very sentimental about that song. All right, so Crystal, didn't you think that went well with your book? I love it. That's perfect. You should should have them play that song when you walk out to give speeches about your book. I just, I'm just a little tip. Um, All right, so the story of your parenting failure, you say you hit rock bottom. Here you were looking like this perfect mom. I'll be honest. I've I've seen your picture. I've interviewed you before as the money-saving mom, and you seem to have it all together, and you've got this nice marriage and wonderful children, et cetera, et cetera. But you explained at the beginning of the book with a great deal of humility that you had had to hit rock bottom and feel like a bad parent before you understood these principles of parenting that you're sharing with us today. What happened? Yes. So I never expected that I would write a book that had parenting in the title, but I also never expected that four years ago, 
we'd be called into the principal's office at the little school that our kids were going to, and we'd find out that one of our kids had done something that had broken the school's code of conduct. And that just kind of was the catalyst that then spiraled out everything for this child. They um, then were not able to come back to the school. They had extreme anxiety and depression. And I start the book with talking about walking into the emergency room and saying, my child's suicidal. And I just, my heart is just really for moms to know that I'm not writing this book from a place of, you know, this standing up on this podium, I've got it all figured out, but just I'm down there in those trenches with you learning right alongside you. Yeah. I mean, I I really connected with you when, and you don't reveal the identity of of which child this is, but um, I really connected with you when you said you were sitting in that emergency room and I think they made your child take off all their clothing just so they wouldn't be a danger with any of their clothes, et cetera. And they were asking you all these probing questions, which in some ways in your mind was suggesting to you that they didn't think you were a good parent, like you've done something wrong, that, this, that your child is feeling this way. And, and you felt horrific shame. And, and I want to I go into something. You talk a lot about how moms walk around with this negative talk baggage. And, and you were feeling in that in that emergency room. Can you talk about it? Yes, I had believed lies for so long that I didn't measure up, that all the other moms had it together, that I wasn't enough, that if people knew me, they would be disappointed in me, you know, they really knew me. And so I carried around all of these lies, and those really played into a lot of how I ended up in this place of just feeling that shame. And also, I realized that it played into my relationship with God, because I didn't feel like I was enough for him as well. And so then when my child is in this terrible place, I'm thinking, well, of course, you know, like I'm just a terrible mom. And and I really had to dig into where is this coming from? Like, why am I feeling this? And that is really what set me on this trajectory of learning how to live as loved and to realize that I didn't truly understand what it meant to be loved by God. And I wasn't believing that I was loved by him. I think that's just about everybody's problem. Now, certainly I've met some some believers and some faith-filled people who completely believe that love that God loves them and they act like it and they share it. But I think so many of us struggle to really believe that and then turn around and act like it. So you talk first before we give your your four important choices that, that every parent should make in their parenting. And, and I think it's next level. I In reading your book, I thought, oh, I wish my kids were 10 years younger so I could start employing this when they were younger. But um, you talk about the fact that you were trying to be the perfect mom and that so much of our parenting is based on three things that are kind of parent-focused instead of child-focused. Can you describe those and explain what you're talking about there? You know, for me, I really realized that I was so focused on my reputation. Okay. And I realized that, you know, as I've been digging into this, so much of how we parent, we parent out of either fear. Fear. Or we parent because of pride. Pride, yes. And, you know, and realizing that, these things, like, that's how we respond. So it's this fear can drive us to make decisions because we're worried about our kids' future. Or we're parenting because we care about what other people think. Uh-huh. And so realizing that these are at the root of so many things. It's this this fear and this pride. And then I think it can oftentimes then we also have 
Well, we will have anger that is a result of that as well. And so I just really encourage parents, you know, really get to the root of why you are responding as you are and what is at that root. Yeah, and you, I listened to your podcast, uh, I think yesterday, about your book, um, because you have a podcast, and we can certainly tell people about that at the end of the show, but you were saying fear, pride, and selfishness, and I thought, yeah, when you're trying to to show up as a perfect mom, when you're trying, you you take pride in how your kids look in public, which I have done, um, you're you're not as concerned about your child as as you are about yourself, and and so that is fear-driven, and it's pride-driven, and it's it's selfishness. That, that, that is operating there and certainly we all love our children in, in some ways more than we love ourselves but but so often the way we parent is self-focused and you also talk about prote- that you discovered you were parenting from a place of protecting and overcorrecting. can you explain what that means yes well and you know it's interesting so whenever we got our child into therapy and I met with a therapist for the first time and I just said to the therapist I was like if there's anything that I can do as a parent to help my child. Because at this point, I just felt like my child is spiraling out of control. Like Everything that I'm trying to do is not working. And I felt like, is there anything that I can do? But I said, I just want to do whatever I can. And so after a few weeks of um, meeting with our child and having intensive therapy, the therapist came back to me and she said, I feel like you're trying so hard to fix your child. What would it look like to just walk with them instead? And as I started paying attention, I realized that I was spending so much time correcting my child out of love, out of wanting my child to, you know, make good choices. But I was spending very little time actually connecting with them. And so a lot of it really was rooted in that fear and that pride and that selfishness. And when I really got to my responses, if I really got underneath the surface, a lot of it was about me. And what I, you know, caring about what other people thought about me. Yeah. You, you've got some bad news that is also good news. And, and you state it so well, um, which, which is that thing <laughs> when somebody says, how can I make sure that my child has a wonderful future? How can I do all the right stuff? How can I set the groundwork? And, and you say, uh-uh-uh. And, and what is your answer to that? You know, we cannot save our children. And I think we try so hard to be their Savior and their Holy Spirit, but to realize that our kids' choices and behaviors are ultimately not something that we can change, but we can choose how we walk with them and how we respond to them. Yeah, I mean, I want you to restate that in in, in an even bigger way, because I think so, like when you said it, I was like, ugh. I've been trying for 22 years with my son and 18 years with my daughter to just um, parent in just the right way so everything's going to work out for them. And, and you're so right. God is their God. I am not. And, and you have to just realize you don't have that ultimate control, right? Yes. Well, and one of the things that was so interesting when I was writing this book, I actually asked on my Instagram account, I'm the money saving mom on Instagram, and I asked on there for people to fill in the blank. My job as a parent is to blank. It was fascinating. I got hundreds and hundreds of responses, but I would say 98 to 99% of the responses were things that ultimately you have no control over. Like you, you know, you could say my job as a parent is to raise kids who have great character and go out and get good jobs. You ultimately can't control that. You can pour into them. You can love your kids. You can set a great example for them. But you can't control their choices when they're 28 years old, you know, and 
And you can't ultimately control their choices and behaviors when they're 18. You know, like you, you know this as well. You know, as our kids get older, we, we cannot control that. But if we can try so hard and feel like if, if we feel like that's our job, our job as a parent is to make sure that our kids are successful in life and go to heaven. So many people said that, which is a great ambition, but it's not what you can control. And so I feel like that so many parents are carrying around such a heavy weight of a misplaced understanding of what their job is. And that's why they're constantly feeling like they're failing because they're trying to do something that they can't even do. Yeah, I know. I know. And I love it's kind of freeing. It seems like bad news, like you can't control this, but it's also freeing. And it also puts God back in the place of God, which I appreciate. I do want to remind folks that we're giving away Crystal's book, Love Centered Parenting, the no fail guide to launching your kids uh, by Crystal Payne. You can call us today, Friday, 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. Our Little Rock Rock friends, our friends uh, also here in Denver can call. If you're listening any other time, please email us channelmom at gmail.com channelmom at gmail.com don't be shy maybe this book is for you or for a friend love centered parenting all right we're going to take the last seven or so minutes crystal for you to give the guidance the techniques that you discovered are, are the most important choices that we can make as we're parenting our kids but not controlling them so can you launch into those four important choices yes so as i thought about you know Okay, so if my job as a parent isn't to be their savior and their Holy Spirit, what is it? And I really don't even like the word job, but more a choice. And and so the four choices that I encourage every parent to make is, one, to lean in and love, two, to listen well, three, to lead with humility, and four, to let go. And so leaning in and loving, that is a posture that we take when we approach our kids, and it really changes things, because if my child is, you know, in the other room, and they're, you hear your kids fighting, if you just go in there with that pride, that fear, that selfishness, and you're just wanting to fix it, you're going to respond usually in anger. You're going to try to shut it down. You're going to try to, you know, get some resolution, and usually just deal with the surface stuff. But leaning in and loving, I encourage people, send up a flare prayer right then. You probably aren't going to have 30 minutes to get on your knees and pray about it, but you can shoot up a flare prayer and say, God, please help me to lean in and love my kids in this situation. And then it's going to change the way you approach it because you're approaching it from a heart of wanting to lean in and really love them. And then listen well. It goes right along with that. So often, like I talked about, we're just dealing with the surface stuff. We're just trying to correct what we see on the surface instead of really listening what's going on underneath. Is my child, are they having fear over something? You know, is there something in their life that they're sad about, that they're overwhelmed by, and it's causing them to react in a way that it's just all coming out sideways. So, Listening well to your kids means that you ask a lot more questions and you're a lot quieter and you preach a lot fewer sermons because you're really wanting to hear their heart and what's going on underneath the surface. So lean in and love, listen well, lead with humility. This means that you have that heart of you don't have it all figured out and that's okay. You need Jesus and for your kids to see you needing Jesus instead of you trying to pretend that you're just never struggling, but to lead with humility, it also involves asking forgiveness. Yeah. You 
have failed because you are going to fail. If you are a perfect parent, we wouldn't need Jesus. So you are going to fail. And when you do, so when you make a mistake, when you yell at your child, when you get upset, when you overreact, that you can go back to them and say, you know what? Yesterday, how I responded to you, that was just not responding out of love. And will you please forgive me? And so leading with humility by also... And I want to interject before you get to the fourth one. So the four choices that she says you can make as a love-centered parent are to lean in and love, to listen well, to lead with humility. I'm going to let her get to the last one, which is to let go. But... here's what I love about these tips is that I think so often as parents, we think, how do I make this right? How do I make this look better? For appearances sake, how do I correct this? How do I discipline this? Um, Or how do I just make things better for my kid because my kid is hurting right now? Whatever it is. But we don't go to that kind of deeper place that takes more time of loving and listening and approaching it with humility, maybe sharing our own mistakes and things that we've done wrong. Um, and, and yes, asking for forgiveness. You, you tell a beautiful story about how your dad asked you for f- forgiveness and you remember that more than him yelling at you. Um, so, so talk finally about letting go. Yeah, so letting go, this can be on the macro level of you know literally releasing our kids as they're getting older, but also on the micro level of in just the everydayness of not feeling like we always have to have tied everything neatly up with a bow. That's not how life works. And so letting go in the sense of that sometimes our kids are going to, you know, we're going to lean in and love. We're going to listen well. We're going to lead with humility. And they're going to continue to maybe have a bad attitude and to just be like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this. And also letting go. Um, in the subtitle of the book, I talk about, um, is I'm saying, the NOFA guide to launching your kids. And launching your kids starts when they're not just 18, but when they're much yeah. younger. And so I kind of walk you through that process of releasing them and letting them practice being adults when they're younger and giving them opportunities to make decisions instead of just constantly making rules to try to protect them from ever getting hurt or ever going through anything hard to allow them in little bits more and more and more to be, you're letting them go, you're trusting them, you're letting them make mistakes, and you're letting them learn from those mistakes. Yeah. I have two more quick questions for you before we tell folks how to find you in the podcast. We may have already covered this, but what what is the no-fail secret for launching our kids? Is there one overarching secret? It's just the understanding that you can't fail if you're faithful. Because success is not about your kids' choices and behavior. It's about how you choose to walk with them. And that you can just open up your hands and trust God and rest in Him and love your kids well and not focus so much on the end game, the end result, but loving them right where they're at. Yeah, not focusing on how they make you look. Um, the listening well one, it's interesting because I'm a chatty Kathy, but because my background was as a reporter, my kids say I almost ask them too many questions. I'm always like, well, how does that feel? And what do you think that's from? And, and, and last, I think it was last night, my daughter said, mom, that's enough questions. <laughs> so I'm almost an over asker. Last little thing before we, we let folks ha- know how to find you. Uh, my daughter is 18. My, my husband's and my daughter, I should say. Um, and, and do you have advice for all the moms that have graduates this year that in some ways are dreading saying good, goodbye to them as they go off to college or wherever, but also know it's the best thing for them? Do you have some good advice? I just would encourage you, you know, to 
relish and savor and be excited for your kids and see this as a, you know, you've worked yourself out of a job. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. So much we focus on, oh, this is so sad. And yes, there is bittersweetness in it, but there's also this beauty of look at what you've done. Look at the 18 years that you invested in this child. And now you get to see them go out and use all of that in the real world. Amen. So Crystal, how do they find you, the book, the podcast and so on? Well, I would love for people to follow me on Instagram. That's my favorite place to hang out on the internet. Like I said, I'm Dominique Saving Mom on Instagram, and I share lots and lots of behind-the-scenes, real-life tips, encouragement, lots on parenting, and just saving money and life with five kids right now. Yeah. And then um, also my site, if you're looking for ways to save money, is moneysavingmom.com. The podcast that I do with my husband is called The Crystal Pain Show, and the book is available wherever books are sold. Okay, so it's Money Saving Mom on Instagram. But the Money Saving Mom. The Money, Money Saving Mom on Instagram. But the podcast is under Crystal Payne, which is P-A-I-N-E, correct? Yes. All right, Crystal, you're a blessing. Thank you so much for being on Channel Mom with us. We'll have to have you back sometime. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, yeah, our pleasure. Good luck. Well, not good luck. God, God's blessing on you and your family. All righty. Um, I just want to remind you, and poor Geronimo is going to be overwhelmed because people always tend to wait until the end of the show to call. If you want to win Crystal's wonderful book for free, it's uh, her gift and our gift from Channel Mom, Love Centered Parenting. Just call 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935, or email us over the weekend, Channel Mom at gmail.com to win the book. Uh, we still have a couple copies left, so I would love to have you do that. All right, a couple of things. Please remember to engage with us. I, I, I sometimes want to pull everything off of social media so I don't feel like I've got to compete with everybody and, and, and like Crystal said, try to look good all the time. But I would love to find out what's going on with you and what you need and, and how we can be helping you. So please engage with us on social media at Channel Mom everywhere. We're at Channel Mom on Insta and Twitter and also Facebook. Um, you know, I would just love to, to hear from you and be able to, to help you however you might need it. Also, Remember to go to our website. We would love to pray for you. We'd love to have you as a partner to donate, to keep us on the air and keep us doing all our outreaches. And finally, uh, in the website, by the way, is channelmom.com. Finally, this is the time in the show that I say thank you. If nobody has thanked you this week, if nobody has appreciated you, if you feel overlooked and underappreciated, I know how hard you work to raise your babies well. And I thank you for the sacrificial energy you put into that. You are loving your children well. God bless you. You're changing the world. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.